Who will the Panthers cut? Who will the Panthers keep? I'll give you my final projected 53-man roster right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to subscribe or follow the show for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where on Friday for one final time this preseason slash offseason, I will answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, then transitioning into week one next Wednesday. It'll be the weekly Wednesday mailbag live on Tuesday nights on YouTube, but either way, follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where you can either DM me or at me. You can also follow me on Instagram. Well, no, you can't. I won't accept it. Uh, but you can DM me on Instagram at Julian Council to get those weekly Friday, soon to be Wednesday mailbag questions into me. Now, today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. The Carolina Panthers have until 4 p.m. on Tuesday to get down from 79 to 53 players on their initial 53-man roster. I say 79 because the Carolina Panthers got to work on Saturday releasing 11 players, including quarterback Jake Luton, running back Cameron Peoples, wide receivers Gary Jennings and C.J. Saunders, tackle Larnell Coleman, defensive lineman Antoine Jackson, linebacker Bumper Pool, safeties Colin Duncan and Josh Thomas, cornerback Rajon Wright, and kicker Matthew Wright. So 11 down. 26 more to go as I got my math right on this episode of Locked on Panthers. Of course, going to talk about who I believe will be on the 53-man roster now, on Friday's show slash Monday's show slash whenever the hell you listen to it over the weekend reacting to the Panthers' preseason finale against the Detroit Lions where they conclude the preseason 0-3. But there were some positives from Bryce Young and that offense as they had two scoring drives the first-team offense there on Friday. I told y'all the 48 players I felt like were pretty squarely going to be on the roster, but five more individuals. I had a tough time trying to decipher who that would be. And then speaking to people who are close to the team also had a tough time trying to figure out what they believe because they are still trying to figure out how things are going to shake out here in Carolina. There are several factors that are going towards the roster cutdowns. You have the new quarterback rule that allows a team to have an emergency third quarterback on game days that do not count against the inactives and the rostered players that they have each Sunday afternoon. You also have the injuries on the roster. As you look at the wide receivers, DJ Chark currently dealing with a hamstring, Terrace Marshall dealing with back, LaVishka Chenault almost out of concussion protocol, and then Demir Bird signed an injury settlement no longer here in Carolina, but whenever he's available to come back, he potentially could be re-signed by the Panthers later on this season. So you have that in play. You have the Panthers who released Marquand McCall 
heading into that final week of the preseason because of the performance of a guy like Raekwon Williams and McCall currently not on the roster, but there's still questions of, are the Panthers good there at defensive line? Henry Anderson dealing with his own injuries. There are so many questions there with injuries and how they might impact the roster. Oh, and of course, Austin Corbett, who's been on PUP in I believe will still be on PUP to start the season. Probably going to miss the first four weeks at least of the season. So injuries and positional needs are still going to be a factor when looking at the 53-man roster projections and the cut down that's going to happen at 4 p.m. later on on Tuesday. Now let's talk about the offense. Quarterback. I think there's going to be three of them. Bryce Young, Andy Dalton, Matt Corral. I have told y'all um, multiple times that I do not see the value in the emergency third quarterback rule, it dates back to the NFC Championship game where the 49ers were down to the third-string quarterback in Brock Purdy, who's now their first-string quarterback. Now that they've traded Trey Lance and have Sam Darnold there as the backup, then they had Josh Johnson out there as their fourth-string quarterback. In no scenario, no matter how well Brock Purdy played, and really Josh Johnson, but in, really when we get down to the Josh Johnsons of the world, in no scenario in that game are you going to win that football game. So the game was over as soon as Brock Purdy went out. But the NFL, because it's a quarterback-driven league, wants to avoid a scenario where that happens. I agree with Brandon Bean, the former assistant general manager here in Carolina, who's now the GM up in Buffalo, where their value could be in the playoffs where it's do or die. But week one, two, seven, eight, does it really matter if you have an emergency quarterback? The only time Matt Corral will play for the Carolina Panthers is if Bryce Young and Andy Dalton get injured and cannot go back in the game. And if that happens, the Panthers are going to lose that football game unless they're up by a ton of points, which I just do not see happening this year. So I don't really see the value in holding a roster spot for a player who, yeah, is going to dress out there on Sundays, but is not going to contribute on special teams or offensively. And if he does play on offense, that means that the worst possible scenarios happen. So I do not look at the value at all in that, and maybe I'm just missing the whole point. I just don't see it. Now, with that all being said, it's been obvious for a while now that the Carolina Panthers have planned on bringing Matt Corral here and having him be their emergency third quarterback. You can go back to when they got rid of Jacob Eason to allow Corral to have that many snaps throughout the uh, OTAs and then getting to training camp. And even when they brought in Jake Luton, we didn't see him until late on there on that Friday night against the Giants, and then he barely played this past Friday against the Lions. It's obvious Matt Corral is their third quarterback. He's on the roster. That's three quarterbacks. The running back situation, also very obvious. Miles Sanders, even though we did not see him because of a groin strain uh, during the preseason, he will be out there as RB1 in every down back the Panthers will utilize this upcoming season. He's there on the roster. Chuba Hubbard also on the roster held out on Friday after suffering an ankle injury uh, against the Giants in Week 2, but looked good in the preseason. He's been the backup here the last couple years, and that will be the case once again. Then Raheem Blackshear has already solidified his spot as one of the top returners on the team, especially as a punt returner and also someone who could help out potentially as that third down running back someone coming out of the backfield to catch the football as good as Spencer Brown looked in the preseason it's just not going to happen for him uh, I spoke to somebody on Friday night asking hey Spencer Brown on the roster yay or nay they said nay but look to him to be on the practice squad once again here in Carolina wide receiver this one's a little tricky Adam Thielen Jonathan Mingo, those are the only two healthy wide receivers. Going into training camp, I felt like it would be Thielen, Shark, Mingo, Marshall, LaVishka, Chenault, and also Demir Bird. But Demir Bird currently is not in the NFL as he is dealing with an injury, and he signed an injury settlement and cannot be eligible to come back until the end of that settlement is period's over, which he could re-sign here in Carolina, which I think would be a move the Panthers might want to do later on. But Thielen's on the roster, of course. DJ Chark, despite the hamstring, obviously going to be on the roster. 
does not appear to be a IR situation. Jonathan Mingo, he's on the roster. They just drafted him. He's their third wide receiver. Terrace Marshall with the back injury still on the roster. LaVishka Chenault, though we didn't get to see him play um, in that Debo Samuel type of role during the preseason. Uh, Frank Reich's talked about how the offense is going to look a lot different. And once they get the 53 guys they want to go into the season with, they're going to start to identify who they want to be. And LaVishka Chenault appears to be a part of that plan. Now, to the Panthers, keep a six-wide receiver. Going into Friday, it appeared to be between Derek Wright, who looked good against the Jets but did not play because of a knee injury against the Giants. He got the start on Friday. And very interestingly, he did not go out there with the twos. He was with the ones, and he took his pads off, which would lead you to believe, okay, this guy must be their six-wide receiver. Shai Smith, who played with the twos, he's someone who's been here the last couple seasons, came out of camp last year as the wide receiver three, struggled with drops, whether it was as a receiver or as a punt returner, he's a holdover from the past staff. Did not look like he was in the best position because of what happened with Wright. And then there was Javon Wims, who didn't really do all that much to really separate himself on Friday. I'm going to go with Derek Wright. I'm going to get to this later. I think Derek Wright, just so they have a six-wide receiver, I don't think this is something where they're like, yeah, Derek Wright is really someone we want to be a part of our plan. So I'm going to have him up there right now. The Panthers take six wide receivers. Thielen, Shark, Mingo, Marshall, Chenault, Wright. I'll get to Wright later on here on the show. Tight end, Hayden Hurst, Ian Thomas, Tommy Trimble. Didn't see a lot of the tight end utilization in the past game. During the preseason, especially from Hayden Hurst, only had one reception for five yards. Of course, that will change once they get into the season and face off against Atlanta and New Orleans in the first two weeks. Ian Thomas, a veteran here on the team. We've seen what he's done the last couple of years on the roll. Maybe he can develop into something more. I highly doubt it. Trimble, there's potential there because of the use of usage of tight ends in this offense I think that they would at least have three but I think they'll have four and that will be Gio Ritchie Stephon Sullivan did not play in a single preseason game no way he was gonna make the roster because of that fact Ritchie though has helped out on special teams and is someone who as we've seen in the past been given the opportunity can catch the football and help you out I look at Gio Ritchie as a core special teamer who makes the roster as Carolina Panthers keep four tight ends offensive line Austin Corbett We'll start the season on the physically unable to perform, but reserve list of that, where he will be out for a minimum of four weeks to start off the season, then we'll be eligible to come off of that week five. I would not expect that to happen. We're probably looking in the second half of the season when Austin Corbett comes off, but in the meantime, it will be Chandler Zavala there starting from at right guard. The starting lineup, Ike Kwan at left tackle, Brady Christensen at left guard, Bradley Bozeman there at center, Chandler Zavala again at right guard, Taylor Moten at right tackle. That's five. Cade Mays, who they drafted last year out of Tennessee, had the opportunity to be uh, the starter at right guard. Didn't work out for him, but he can play multiple positions, could play tackle if need be, could play center, of course, could play either one of the guard spots. He's their sixth guy. Uh, and then after that, it's it's a little tough to figure out. I think Nash Jensen, the UDFA out of North Dakota State, a lot of good things have been said about him. And unlike previous staffs, I do believe that this staff is willing to keep multiple UDFAs that they feel like those guys are good enough. And I do think that Nash Jensen, a young player who played a ton of snaps in college, which is valuable at this level, especially as offensive linemen are very hard to find and develop, he makes sense to be a developmental offensive lineman on this team instead of letting him go out on the waiver wire where a team could pick him up, the Panthers decide to keep him on the roster. That makes seven. And then eight, 
there's the whole vested veteran situation to consider here, y'all. And a vested veteran in the NFL is a player of four more crude seasons. These players are eligible for unrestricted free agency, and they aren't subject to waivers ahead of the trade deadline in October. So a vested veteran status entitles a player to guaranteed salary money if he's on the 53-man roster during the first weekend of the season. So someone can make the roster and then be cut before week one. Teams can get around this rule by cutting a vested veteran during final cuts and then re-signing them following week one. However, since a player becomes immediate free agent, the teams risk the, they, teams risk the player signing elsewhere with this strategy. Since the vested veteran aren't subject to waivers, teams can tell release players that they'll re-sign them after the cutdown deadline. If they don't sign elsewhere, teams can use this to their advantage if they have someone they want on the injury reserve list that should have a return designation. The team can then wait out the cutdown period, place injured player on the reserve list, and then re-sign the veteran to the field spot. With all that being said, I don't think that any of the backups Carolina Panthers have that are vested veterans, that being Cam Irvin or Justin McCray or guys that another team is going to go pick up. I also don't look at some of the younger players that they have, like Deontay Brown and Michael Jordan, to be good enough for them not to take a veteran over those guys. So I'm going to take Cam Irving as a swing tackle, as the final player on the roster. Just McCray, I'm taking Nas Jensen over him. So eight offensive linemen. So that means three quarterbacks, three running backs, six wide receivers, four tight ends, eight offensive linemen. Add it all up. That's 24 players on the Panthers offense. How many players and who will be on the Panthers defense? We'll get into that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun that you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress of game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL. Locked on NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, 24 players on the Carolina Panthers offense on the initial 53-man roster. How many will be on the defense? Well, you should already be able to figure out the math. Uh, 24, and you know there's going to be three special teamers. That's 27. So 26 players will be on the defense here in Carolina, starting off looking at the defensive line. And there are certainly questions with this unit. Derek Brown, obviously, on the roster. Panthers exercise fifth-year option for next season. He's someone they want to invest in. He had a great season last year. I think he's only going to build on that this year and become one of the young defensive stars in the National Football League at his position. Shai Tuttle, the Panthers signed him um, during free agency from New Orleans, where he's a starter the last couple seasons. He's back home in North Carolina. He will also start on a defensive line. Deshaun Williams spent the last couple seasons in Denver, but primarily last year playing in this 3-4 scheme with defensive coordinator Jero Vero. He came back home to the Carolinas, a Clemson Tiger. He will be the third defensive lineman. Henry Anderson, who is dealing with an injury, was signed late last year, right before the season. Remember that. Remember that. 
Um, because that could happen again. He was signed late right before the season started to be someone who could set the edge and stop the run, one of the positions that Scott Fitter wanted to fill going to last offseason. Henry Anderson, who has an injury right now, will be healthy enough, I believe, to be ready for week one. I've not heard otherwise. He will be the fourth defensive lineman there. Now, I believe they'll have a fifth. But like Derek Wright, going get to get, get back to this momentarily, I'm going to take Raekwon Williams. Didn't flash at all on Friday. Had one tackle. He did flash the Friday before. And apparently it was one of those younger guys that was going out there and forced the Panthers to get rid of Marquand McCall, who also is a young player in the National Football League. But Raekwon Williams, I'm going to take him as the fifth defensive lineman. Taylor Stallworth could also have been somebody, but did not see nearly enough out of him as a veteran who played in Indianapolis for two seasons Frank Wright to believe that he would be in their plans. Practice squad, that would make sense for him and would have made sense for Raquan Williams if they decided not let him or decide not to take him. But I think they were going to start off with Raquan Williams on the defensive line. So that's five. Outside linebacker, uh, going into training camp, thought there would be four. Uh, coming out of it, like I told you on Friday, I believe there will be six. Brian Burns still waiting on that contract. Maybe we'll have an update on that later on this week. Justin Houston, who the Panthers signed in the middle of training camp. He is there to start opposite of Brian Burns and allow Marquise Haynes, who once again will be on the roster, to be able to play more of a reduced role, but a role that's more fitting to his talent and to the Carolina Panthers defensive scheme. Those guys will also rotate and help each other out with Justin Houston and Marquise Haynes. So Burns, Houston, Haynes, DJ Johnson, the Carolina Panthers drafted him into third round trading up from 93 to 80 so they can get their edge rusher Johnson will be 25 years old in about a month's time here in Carolina and there's questions of how we can help them uh in the interim but really long term as he will be you know he's an older player but DJ Johnson of course on the roster then two guys who were on the bubble going into things but it looked like heading into the final week really weren't on the bubble anymore. That's Itor Gross Matos, who still appears to be an awkward fit and could still be some of the Carolina Panthers' trade if another team is interested in his services. And Amari Barno, who makes it really, he had some good plays on defense in the first two preseason games and not play on Friday night. He has been a core special teamer throughout the preseason. And for young guys like Barno in what has now become a crowded position room you have to be able to play special teams if you want to be on the roster and Amari Barno that's his ticket to the roster he is on it six outside linebackers inside linebacker this was pretty easy uh, Shaq Thompson Frankie Louvu Deion Jones Kamukri A. Hill if you look at the two deep two guys that have started elsewhere in the NFL Deion Jones every year he's been healthy fully he's had 100 tackles in those seasons played last year in Cleveland after having an injury that led him to no longer be in Atlanta he'll get a chance to face off against his former team week one down there in the ATL then Kamukri A. Hill early on in camp garner the praises of Shaq Thompson as somebody that they felt they needed to get on the roster. That was before – get on the field, rather. And that was before they even brought in Deion Jones. So that's a solid position group there at inside linebacker. And then I'm going to take a fifth guy. I'm going to take Chandler Wooten, who was a core special teamer last year and thought he looked fine in the preseason as far as, you know, a third-string option. But special teams, you need to have those guys out there. And I think Chandler Wooten will help them. Of course, Kamu Grier Hill will also do the same. Chandler Wooten, I'm going to take him as the fifth inside linebacker here in Carolina. The secondary, this also very straightforward in my opinion. Uh, J.C. Horn, 
has the ankle issue. Uh, not J.C. Horn. Dante does. But J.C. Horn on the roster, uh, of course. Dante Jackson dealing with the ankle issue right now, hoping that's not going to linger too far into the season. Hopefully we'll be ready to go uh, come next Sunday. We will see. But him and J.C., of course, back on the roster as the one and two. C.J. Henderson. Had a good training camp and preseason, according to Frank Reich. He's on the roster as your third corner. Um, well, I guess he's kind of battling for that. But Jay, Keith Taylor as well be on the roster. Another guy who's been under fire the last couple seasons when having to come in to fill in for Horn and Jackson. Both Henderson and Taylor struggled in those situations. They've had good camps so far and preseasons. They'll be back on the roster. And the Carolina Panthers signed Troy Hill last week, a veteran who spent time in L.A. under Jonathan Cooley, the cornerback coach, and, of course, Jero Vero, the defensive coordinator here in Carolina. He's someone who Frank Reich said, hey, he's a veteran, doesn't need to play in the preseason. He'll be ready for week one. Told you last week he was on the roster, so, again, he's on the roster. That's five cornerbacks here in Carolina. A new position as far as the depth chart goes here in Carolina is the nickel cornerback spot, and that is Jeremy Chin. The Panthers brought in Von Bell so Jeremy Chin could play in a more playmaking role closer to the line of scrimmage, which that will allow him to do there at nickel corner. And then that safety, taking four players, Von Bell, Xavier Woods, Sam Franklin, one of the better special teams guy here in Carolina, and Jamie Robinson, who had a very quiet Training came preseason, but someone I think the Panthers are not going to part ways with the fifth-round pick out of Florida State. So that's 26 players on defense, 24 on offense, which leaves three more. Special teams, J.J. Jansen forever back as line as a long snapper. Johnny Hecker back as a punter. And then Eddie Pinheiro, Eddie De Niro back as the kicker here in Carolina. Those are the 53 men. I will believe, I believe, will be on the roster come 4 p.m. on Tuesday but after that, it will change and could change very quickly. We'll talk about some potential changes once the Panthers do have their roster set here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. All right, so the Carolina Panthers will be down the 53 men on their roster come 4 p.m. on Tuesday, August 29th. That is 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for you folks all across the world. And after that, the Panthers will then still have an opportunity to continue to build on their roster Why? by cutting guys, bringing guys off of the waiver wire, and that will happen throughout the season. It's not a final roster. It's an initial roster. The roster is fluid and will be ever-changing throughout the 18 weeks, 17 games of the season. Now, here's something that's important to look at. The waiver wire. Dan Morgan came out last week and told the media that the Panthers will be interested in picking up guys on waivers. They will be active in the waiver wire. And because of their top 10 positioning, yes, they traded up to number one in the draft, but their waiver wire position will still be ninth overall. If you're wondering why that, that is, I, I don't know. That's just the rules. I have no idea why it didn't change, but it didn't change. So it's there at nine, which is still good enough. And they can claim as many guys as they want. And then they can find out whether they got those guys. If they do, then they'll have to make um, a corresponding move, which would mean cutting someone who makes the initial 53-man roster, which brings me back to Derek Wright and Raekwon Williams. I do not think the Carolina Panthers really, truly believe that Derek Wright is someone they want as their sixth wide receiver. I think they want six strong wide receivers with experience. And I do not think that Derek Wright brings enough special teams-wise for them to want to do that. I do not look at him in the same mold as a Brandon Zilstra. So I do not think that Derek Wright will be here come week one in Carolina. I do think the Panthers will look at the waiver wire, 
and they will put in a claim for a wide receiver, someone who has had experience and who fits this staff and may even have a relationship with the staff to come to Carolina until potentially Demir Bird is back healthy or really if there's some lingering issues with guys like uh, DJ Chark or even Terrace Marshall that they want to bring someone in who has experience where Derek Wright does not have that. If the Panthers were playing on Sunday and say that the injuries that are currently out there with four guys like Chark, Marshall, and Chenault, do you want to have Adam Thielen, Derek Wright, and Jonathan Mingo be your three wide receivers? Probably not. The Carolina Panthers need to go out there and find a veteran at wide receiver once roster cutdowns come. So I believe that Derek Wright will only be here temporarily. Then I do think this team would like to put him on the practice squad as they'll have time once cutdowns happen to, and once the wire opens up, they'll have time to start signing the 16 practice squad players. That would make more sense for Derek Wright right now in his Carolina Panthers career than being on the 53, which I think it will be initially on, but I do not think come week one, September 10th, I do not see him out there in uniform, but even on the act of 53 here in Carolina. Defensive line's another spot. The Panthers did not feel that Marquand McCall was a fit. We later found out there's a knee injury. That was never anything the Panthers mentioned uh, being an issue. He did not fail his physical. He did not pass, rather, his physical up there in New England. And as far as I've read, he hasn't ended up anywhere else. They also got rid of Bravion Roy, who has been since cut by the Chicago Bears. So those two guys did not fit them. Raekwon Williams came in, looked good against the Giants, didn't do much on Friday against the Lions. And Frank Reich had talked about how your preseason performance could really help you. I don't know if he helped himself on Friday evening to make the roster and to stay on the roster. Now, I think he's probably going to be on it because the Panthers need defensive linemen, and there was the question with Henry Anderson and his injury, so try to find someone who can come in and help you out there in the interim. But I do believe this coaching staff is going to look out the waiver wire, see what defensive tackles are available and who could fit them, and try to put in a claim and get them to come to Carolina. And I would look at Raekwon Williams, two of the five guys I talked about, to be the one who is a casualty in that corresponding move. So wide receiver defensive line, I do not believe that they are done there as far as depth goes at those two positions. Also wouldn't be surprised, as I mentioned, talking about vested veterans, Cam Irving or Justin McCray, one of those guys makes a roster or both. Wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers kind of decide that they would rather have a different position group that they want to um, invest in and let one of those guys go before they have a guaranteed roster spot or guaranteed money um, on the roster going into week one, the weekend of week one. They still have plenty of time. I think it's about Friday of week one. So that would be the eighth when they needed to make a decision there and possibly bring somebody else in. So I would not be surprised that if Irving makes it or McCray makes it, that they decide, okay, we don't want to give these guys guaranteed money. McCray makes a ton of sense not to do that when you already have some guards. Like Zavala is going to be filling in at right guard. Same thing with Caden Mays is coming in. And that's just that, that versatility. And then you have a guy like Nash Jensen, don't really see much of an argument for Justin McRae, who has not looked good at all in the preseason games, to fill one of these 53-man roster spots and to even stick if he's able to make the roster. Cam Irving, he didn't look great either, uh, but there is a need for a swing tackle. And Mays can play tackle. I just don't know if that's what they want. Uh, so I would feel like Irving's safer, certainly, than McRae. I wouldn't guarantee, though, that he will be here come week one. Uh, then, of course, special teamers. That could be a concern. 
If you look at the roster right now, uh, Gio Ritchie, who I have on the roster, is someone who I believe will play core special teams role. Chandler Wooten, who I picked to be on as well, mainly because of that. Amari uh, Barno as well. Kamu Gruyere-Hill. Of course, Sam Franklin will be another core special teamer. Uh, you would have to see guys like Keith Taylor get an opportunity to also play special teams. And Stan Thomas Oliver, who I did not have on the roster. He had an injury, missed Friday night. Uh, he could be another one of those guys that they want to have as core special teamer. So look at the Panthers. Maybe look at the waiver wire and to – Try to find someone who they can bring in to play special teams. I'm not seeing a ton of them on the roster as some of those guys that you can really depend on in those special teams roles as far as the guys that are absolutely guaranteed to be on the roster come 4 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon Eastern Standard Time. So those are a few things to look out for. Uh, players who are subject to the waivers uh, will be available to be claimed at noon on Wednesday, August 30th. So come noon on Wednesday, that's when you'll start to see, you know, the waiver claims come come out and then see what happens with that in the Carolina Panthers. So this will be uh, something that we'll cover throughout the week here on Locked on Panthers as, yes, the initial 53-man roster will be out come 4 p.m. on Tuesday, but there'll be several changes before we even hit the weekend and get to Labor Day on Monday. So stay tuned here on Locked on Panthers throughout the rest of the week to get some breakdowns on that in my perspective as Panthers Inch even closer to week one and the start of the 2023 NFL season. But that's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours, Julie, Julian Council. Again, y'all make sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Friday, for one final time before the season gets going, I'll answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. Then starting next Wednesday, we'll transition into the weekly Wednesday mailbag, either at me or DM me to get those questions into me now. But in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding, and I'll talk to you all on Wednesday.